Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hello, everybody. Hey! Oh, hey! Sorry I didn't about the, see you there. Sorry about the sound issues on the intro. Oh. Uh, Is so, this the episode title? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so, Nate, you want to give me a previously on? <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. I didn't realize you do. Okay. <clears throat> Hold on. I'm going to. All right. You got to kneel. All right. <clears throat> Last time on Dice Camera Action. Nice. Everyone died. <laughs> Thanks for watching. The party left Barovia and found themselves in a winter wilderness and uh, happened upon a dwarf with no feet named Zog Splintershard and uh, helped him get away from a band of predatory orcs. Uh, several were blown up by Strix's fireball, and several more were taken out. Um, the shaman was captured and later tied to a tree. The party stole the orcs' furs to stay warm, to stave off the cold that had been numbing uh, their hearts and their bodies. And the dwarf led them to a ranger lodge near a frozen lake um, in the cold wood. Uh, and also told the party that he was headed to Citadel Adbar, a dwarven stronghold, to deliver a message to King Harnoth and would like the party's help to do so. Uh, uh, the party uh, crossed the lake, uh, caught a glimpse of an owlbear and a white dragon, and hastily sought sanctuary in the lodge from a coming blizzard. Uh, Zog made waffles for everybody. And uh, Strix put one of the waffles out on a tree stump to hopefully uh, entice and feed the owlbear. The boys wouldn't let us keep it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In the early hours of the night, Diaf heard something skittering down the chimney. And uh, it wasn't long before that thing uh, slid down the rest of the way of the chimney, fell into the fire, and tumbled out onto the floor of the lodge. And it turned out to be a smoldering, half-burning Murderbot. (laughs) Uh, Paulton cast a suggestion spell on Murderbot and said, please be our friend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Roughly around the same time, uh, Zog was saying, what the fucker is that? (laughs) (laughs) And so that's where we left off. Murderbot is in your midst. uh, And uh, he gives a silent wave to Paulton. Oh, yeah. Paulton's in the hut, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. It's still, <laughs> the, it's still like, the middle of the night. 
I hate you, you so can much. hear you can hear the blizzard outside, and you can see snow coming in through the hole in the roof. Um, uh, and uh, bits of the fire are now kind of burning out on the floor. Good job, Bolton. Now it's that much easier for us to dismantle it. No, <laughs> no hold yes, up. Please. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say no? He has never done something that we didn't ask him to do. We just need to be very clear and upfront with him, and he could be a valuable ally. He killed a kid. He killed a kid. He did what now? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like a thing came out of his mouth, and we watched him kill a kid. Just okay, now. Just to play devil's advocate, <laughs> what kid? See, he was you know, just protecting another kid. He didn't know any better. Protecting? He, Are you blind? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's completely unprovoked that dart through the kid's neck, if I recall correctly. I mean, you're probably right, because my memory does tend to be a little bit rosy-colored sometimes. But I just, I don't know. I I'm think gonna, that he is good in his little robot heart. I'm going to turn to... I'm going to turn to Murderbot and be like, is this true? Did you kill a kid? <laughs> Murderbot lies, Bolton! Murderbot lies! He hasn't given me a reason to not believe him yet. Liebot! <laughs> I'm going to start calling him Liebot, too. It's alternative fact spot, guys, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for watching, everyone. <laughs> no one's going to top that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Right I mean, I'm just saying, Murderbot, that is a lie, and one should not tell lies. But I'm just saying, maybe you didn't understand fully the consequences of what you were doing. So now that Bert Murderbot is temporarily, more or less, pacified some sort, uh, is there a way that I can uh, just kind of do a quick search over his, his construct to look at? He kind of see how it actually functions, if it has like a power source of source, if it needs to be dismantled in some way, the quickest way to do that. Just trying to figure out what I can about this constructed machine. Yeah, um, so he's wearing the singed remains of a jester's costume uh, with holes in it. You can actually see the um, underneath his quote-unquote leathery skin, uh, which is sort of pulled taut over uh, what you assume oh. is a wood and metal framework. Mm. And, uh, he looks uh, he looks like a, a solid little creature. Um, you don't see like a switch on the back of his neck that says good or evil or anything <laughs> like that. Um, uh, you think that uh, um, he doesn't look like he'll just kind of uh, fall apart. You'll kind of have to unscrew, remove rivets and other pieces uh, to kind of tear him apart. Uh, other than that, uh, he's got a few little amenities, like a little pouch. You think it might be more decorative than anything. It wouldn't, certainly wouldn't hold a whole lot. Uh, but he does have this little sort of candy cane striped club uh, tied off to his uh, singed belt. Most of his hat is burnt away at this point. It's just sort of blackened mess on, on the top of his head. And uh, he doesn't carry any other equipment uh, that you know of. His fingers and hands are made of articulated copper. And uh, they look like um, when you uh, make a perception check to see if you can very cursory exam any hint of like secret compartments or. Sure. Uh, oof. Uh, two plus eight is 10. Okay. Um, he's so covered with soot that you can't really get a good sense of 
um, whether or not he can take pieces of himself off or if there's doors in him or anything else like that. All right. It would need to be washed down. Look, DF, if you are worried about the risk of letting Murderbot join our party, how about we run an experiment? How about you ask him to do five tasks, simple ones, and just see if he does them all as you ask? I hate this. It's not a bad idea. Thank you. I believe in chances. Murderbot, spin in a circle. Uh, He does exactly that. Um, He sort of kind of looks at you for a second before he does it. (laughs) Just sort of a a stare, and then he does it. I hate this. Evelyn is trying not to look smug because smug is not a very ladylike thing to look. (laughs) But she's just sitting there like, (laughs) Okay, and then I'm going to take out a a piece of a copper piece or something and place it on the floor and take several steps away. Mm -hmm. Murderbot? Could you retrieve that coin for me and bring it here? He uh, pick, he reaches down to pick up the coin. You see that his copper fingers have a little bit of trouble picking it up. Uh, <laughs> and so he kind of pushes around on the floor a bit. And then the coin sort of falls between a gap between two floorboards, and he just sort of stares. He <laughs> <laughs> still tried. Okay. Murderbot. Did you go find the nearest cliff and just walk off it? No! Whoa! Yes. Veto that! Yes, go! Veto! Look, you'll still have two unused tasks after that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spoil it. you have just betrayed my trust in a serious way. Just tell him to walk back to Barovia. I am trying to keep us safe. You don't free the genie on the first wish, you know? <laughs> I just thought that you really were going to give this a fighting chance. And since he was doing exactly as you said, I don't see why. It's a robot. It doesn't even have a soul. Why are you trying to protect it so hard? Because I think he's useful. Yes. I would say he's probably more like a golem, but I'm just speaking from experience. Thank you, Strix. (laughs) She agreed with me in case you couldn't tell. And Paulton wants to keep him, and I agree with Paulton. And I agree with that. So that's like triple agreement right there. So it's Murder three bot. against three against two. So I mean, I hate all of this. Murderbot, don't walk off a cliff. And Murderbot, don't kill anyone unless we expressly tell you to do so. Do you understand? Uh, he looks at you, um, just kind of stares at you for a second and then goes, See? All done. And what happens when the suggestion runs off? I do it again. Well, the suggestion's just for Paulton. I'm not Paulton. We have agreeable. We have like eight hours on this, I believe. So I mean, as long as as your concentration isn't broken um, by you know taking damage or passing out or anything like that, you can maintain the spell for up to eight hours. Murderbot, if given the opportunity, would you spit a dart from your mouth that would instantly kill any one of us? He looks at you. Uh, and goes. See? Oh, sure. Uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. Uh-uh. I know, I know. I go over to Strix. I'm like, Strix, I know you want that owlbear, don't you? Stop trying to barter you do. with me. You want that owlbear. I know <laughs> you do. I don't and, like being bartered with. And you think it's dangerous to go get that owlbear. And Murderbot's not afraid. I am not, no. 
What if we send Murderbot to get He's you? He's gonna open? bring back a carcass. I know this. I am not talking to that thing. It's from that bad place, remember? Where everything was bad. But we all got so close and we found such true connections. Even in those dark times, we can all find light by the glory of Lathander, who I watches wish I was over dead. us all. There's not a single piece of light inside of this robot. No. Whatever. I'm going to agree with Dieth. I hate that thing. And if you're all barmy enough to let him just stay here and hang out with us, that's fine. But I'm not taking a dart to the neck. I'm going to go sleep outside. She starts to march towards the door. <laughs> if you're not sleeping outside, you'll freeze to death. I'll be fine. She's still marching towards the door. All right. Yes, you march towards the door. Murderbot, please enough. peacefully block the door. <laughs> uh, uh, you see uh, Murderbot just kind of tra- uh, look at you, uh, Evelyn, look at Strix, and then kind of look at you and uh, kind of look down at his tiny little self. <laughs> Um, more confused than anything else. See, he follows all of our orders equally. He and can't then... even be turned against each other. <laughs> Strix has her hand on the door. Like, yes, like, you have your hand on the door. Like, like a kid or a parent who's like about to leave. Like, <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Murderbot. Looking back. Murderbot, by using uh, crude gestures... If you don't know how to uh, write or speak, what are you doing here? Why are you following us? Um, uh, you see, uh, he turns to you, um, looks at you, obviously doesn't speak, and uh, uh, just shrugs his shoulders a bit. Is it because you love us, Murderbot? It's because he loves us, see? He's capable of feelings, deep feelings. murder. I open the door. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, you're, you're hit by a cold <laughs> wind and a blast of snow. Uh, and an owl bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there, Strix. <laughs> Despite wanting to be friends with it, I'm now afraid. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So, uh, Strix, uh, roll initiative for me. Oh, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to be friends. I gave him a waffle. I've got another one in my robe. All right. Oh, cool. I didn't do too bad. I got 17. Okay. I got to check it. Wait, you left food out near your campsite for the half bear. Yes. yes. They're right. really cute, though. Right. Right. All I'm saying is that Murderbot didn't initiate initiative, so... Yeah. No. Look, I just... It's, at least we're clear here. At least it's black and white, all right? All right. Okay. Um, and I should really have you also just make a perception check to see if you're surprised. I mean, you are surprised, but whether or not you can actually act before it can. Uh, 14. Okay. Um, so as soon as you open up the door... Uh, the owlbear <laughs> uh, just kind of lunges forth. Oh, man. <laughs> um, and kind of tackles you and pulls you outside. Oh, oh Jesus. So the rest is of it, you just see this big hulking. Uh, <laughs> uh, is it hugging me? Kind of. With love? Yeah. 
it is kind of like a, a bear hug. Uh, it lunges forth. It takes Strix down to the floor and then pulls her outside into the snow. It's playing. How cute. Well, it was good knowing her. Can I cast a spell? I, really I hate all of you. I hate you all. Yeah. So I'll have the uh, the rest of the Waffle Crew roll initiative as well. Um, and I've got Strix's captured here. Is the worst, worst team. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Door closes. Wonder where she went. You just find my robes. <laughs> you just find my yeah. robes later, just like tattered on the ground. I got 13. Okay. Uh, Evelyn got 13. DF got. I also got 13. Okay. And probably goes first. And Paulton. Uh, 19. All right. So, Paulton, uh, you are the quickest able to react to this. Uh, the door is hanging open, and you just see Strix kind of disappear into the snow and the night. Okay. I turn to Murderbot. Okay. I say, Murderbot, do you have <laughs> non-lethal darts? Murderbot, kill. <laughs> uh, uh, you see him go... Okay, do it to the bear thing. <laughs> okay, I shall roll initiative for Murderbot. Uh, Sweet. And then uh, it, it would you like to do anything else? Because that really just didn't take you much time or anything. Um, if I were to use another spell, I would probably break my concentration on Murderbot, right? Only if the spell that you cast also requires concentration. Uh, this spell... Uh, I don't. Does sleep require concentration? I don't believe so. But let me double okay. check here. Uh, ooh, sleep is uh, no concentration. Okay. Can I try to cast sleep on the bear? Um. So it will affect an area. Okay. Uh. uh <laughs> 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 uh, creatures within 20 feet of the point you choose uh, are affected in ascending order of their hit points. So if Strix has more hit points than the owlbear, I doubt. the owlbear will be targeted by the spell first. If the owlbear has more, more hit points than Strix, Strix is likely to fall prey to the spell instead. But they'll both be... Yes, they'll uh, both technically be in the area. They could theoretically both be affected if their hit points are low enough. I mean, if the bear doesn't fall asleep, maybe it's better that Strix is asleep. For I was thinking that. anyway. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, and uh, the range is twenty feet, right? Uh, uh, so, you or, or sorry, it's uh, the range is ninety feet. It's twenty yes. feet from the point, right? Okay, I'm going to I'm going to do that then. About. Uh, okay guesstimating where I think they would be. All right. So, Strix, what are your hit points? Uh, let's see. Currently. And, uh, Nathan, you can roll 5d6. Now, uh, if you cast this using a higher level, each level higher you cast, you add another 2d8 to it. I believe I lost. I wasn't healed, and I didn't spend any six point, no. points. I lost a few from the cold last time. Yeah. Our, so. uh, no, uh, the cold just uh, reduced your speed. Oh, okay. So um, I didn't okay. I didn't lose anything. Okay, right. so it's 42. All right. So okay. you're casting at its lowest level. Nathan, are you going to amp yeah. it up? Yeah, okay. I'm going to cast it at one. And that's right. how many d6? 5d8. Oh, 5d8. Okay. Yeah. So we have... I'm sorry, Strix, you said what? Uh, 42. Okay. 
If this affects anybody, it's going to affect Strix. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and actually, it can't affect Strix because she has 42 and 5d8 only goes up to 40. So, well, I got a uh, 17. Right. <laughs> so you still hear both the, the grunting and uh, of, the, of the behemoth and the cries of Strix as she is dragged out into the night. All right, guys. I did all I can do. You can to play a song. Strix, you're up. You smell like waffles, and uh, you're being dragged through the snow. What do you do? Well, I have five in my robe, so I'm going to pull one out of my robe and be like, you want this? You want this? Uh, little Hootie McCoo face? Huh? <laughs> waffle? Yeah. All right. Uh, when you present, are you holding on to the waffle? Uh, yeah, like, ooh, I'm going to throw it. It will try... <laughs> Um, are you actually going to throw it? Yes. Okay. I'm like, ooh, like, like if you're like, huh. You like do a, get like, its attention. And you throw the waffle off into the snow. And I will roll now to decide. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you see that it stops tugging on you and goes lumbering after the waffle. Oh, God. <laughs> I love waffles. <laughs> God. So you are currently not being grappled or held or dragged by this thing. Okay, I'm gonna crawl back into the okay. into the room, and also you see her crawl back in. Waffle and be like, "Oh my God, Hootie McCoo face!" Oh my God. <laughs> okay. I'm just like I'm all like wet from the snow, just like crawling on the ground, just lying there. <laughs> you can hear the beast outside, uh, but you can't see it uh, in the snow and darkness. DF, your turn comes up. Is there anything? Do we have a torch nearby or anything I can quickly fashion into a torch? Uh, there is like a a, a a sort of torch-sized, half-flaming log that fell out of the fire that you could grab hold of. All right, I'm going to just quick grab that so I have flame uh, and get over to the doorway restricts and kind of help get her up while using a stick with fire on it to stave off an owlbear. Okay. Uh, You can just barely make out its hulking form in the snow as you approach the door and pull Strix inside. Um, And it is clearly devouring something. Brutally devouring a waffle. And I see that all of Strix is there. That whole piece of Strix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's got a little bit of a, a new tear at the bottom of her robe, but other than that. It looks the same to me. Yeah. Okay. My turn? Um, uh, yes, it is. Are there any waffles left, like, on the table or around? Oh, probably. Yeah. Okay. So I just scoop up, like, an armful, and I run to the door, and I kind of, like, push past. Like, yeah. I get in front of Strix and... DF, and then I cast Speak with Animals. Oh, okay. Does it work? That's a good question. I was just going to check that. Um, is it a beast? It is not a beast. Dang it! So it does oh. not work. That's a good idea. It is a monstrosity, <laughs> but it was an excellent idea. I really oh, wish it was so mean. He's really good. I was going to speak to it so sweetly, like a little mama bear. Little <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Three squirrels just perk up. Do I have it? That's all my turn, right? Uh, so you moved. Um, um, you were going to, ca- and I guess you tried to cast the spell. So yes, that would be your okay. turn. Okay. Um, and then it's Murderbot's turn. Uh, so Murderbot will come up to the doorway. Um, and that will take up... He moves 30 feet. He's a swift little guy. Uh, okay. 
so he gets up to the doorway and then uh, will start to... Uh, no, he's probably close enough to try to shoot the creature from here. Uh, he opens up his mouth and a dart flies out through the snow at the owlbear. Uh, <laughs> cool. All right, it clearly hits the owlbear. Cool. I wonder what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> and the owlbear just falls. <laughs> he just sort of face plants and topples over into the snow. No! No, again! Job's done. I run to it like a Disney princess, like, Dah. oh, and I like wrap my arms around its neck and I'm like, don't worry. All right, you're being we'll blasted by this up. blizzard, but you throw yourself on this uh, behemoth. Uh, as soon as you uh, do, you can see or, or you can feel the, the warmth under its cold, shaggy pelt. Uh, it's also got like ice crystals and all kinds of stuff sort of lodged in its uh, very uh, coarse fur. Um, but it is still breathing. It's alive. He didn't murder it. See, Murderbot's not a murderer. Let's keep him warm and tie him Finish up and train off. him to be Strix's now. <laughs> he can be our pet forever. He tried to eat me. Strix now he just tried to hug you and take some waffles. She's crying. <laughs> Finish it off. Are you crazy? Don't Are you? you? <laughs> <laughs> Strix, I thought you wanted an owlbear for a mount. She's still crying. She's not listening. He's obviously <laughs> motivated well by food. I have an animal handling proficiency, and I know that with proper training and many waffles, we could train him up to be just the sweetest little owlbear. She's crawled into the corner now, and she's holding uh, she's holding the puppet and crying. All I right. thought this is what you wanted. Can I uh, can I go up to Murderbot and just like hold out a fist for a fist bump and see if he does it? Uh, you do that, and he will bump your fist. Sweet. Oh, come on! <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> like, I hate all of this. <laughs> Everything's working out fine. This is great. Everything's all coming this is going on. Strix, you can see that Zog uh, really doesn't seem to at all care what's going on with the <laughs> uh, He's at the table, and you can see he's sort of sawed off part of the table bench and is using a piece to repair his broken uh, stilt. That's good. I'm glad he doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, in all reality, with my animal handling or arcane or historical uh, abilities, do I have any idea whether it actually is possible to train an owlbear? Ooh, um, well, a lot of monstrous creatures can be trained. Like griffins, you know, they're very ferocious predatory creatures, but they can be trained. Hippogriffs, um, ah! the same thing. Uh, you don't recall hearing any lore about owlbears being trained, uh, but, you know... Maybe you just, they haven't been shown proper love. Right. Yeah. In the light of Lathander. Yeah. Uh, is there like a stable or any other outbuilding that's not the house here? Uh, no, there isn't. But there are stables in the lodge. Um, parts uh, along right. the walls of the lodge are these stalls with hay in them. Uh -huh. um, so the horses were, were basically slept with the people in here. Gotcha. I know this sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn. <laughs> but I just really, I feel, Evelyn. I feel a connection to this owlbear that I know comes from our Lord of the Morning, Lathander. And Evelyn. I think if we were just to tie him up real tight and give him some waffles, I, I think he could sleep in one of those stalls. Don't you think that'd be nice? Strix, I thought you wanted an owlbear. All of this is for you. 
Oh, she's not listening. She's still crying. <laughs> this is not a good idea. This is not a good idea because all it's going to do is the lady's going to wake up and then we have an angry owl bear sleeping next to us. Like, what do you think, Murderbot? It just shrugs its shoulders. <laughs> Didn't you see Fair how he went after that waffle? He's not aggressive. He's a brunchivore. all right (laughs) you tie it up you drag it inside and then you keep up watch all night to make sure it doesn't do anything and attack us in the middle of the night all right i have some hemp and rope that i can use do you guys have any extra rope so i can make it good and tight oh fresh out (laughs) strix will strix will kick the rope from underneath her (laughs) <laughs> that she's a pile of rags and a rope just like appears underneath. Okay. Um, so you're going to try to tie up this bear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to drag it inside, put it well, in a stall. So this is this when the DM laughs. An owl bear is bigger than a grizzly, so it probably weighs in the order of like 2,000 pounds. <laughs> I have supernatural so, strength. Yeah, so even if you can drag it in on your own, no one help her. <laughs> on your own then have that i try tugging on it does it yeah. move at all uh, what is your strength evelyn 19. 19? i hate this yeah i'm really freaking right. strong i'm like yeah. i'm this tiny little cherub but then all of a sudden i can like lift a car yeah yeah all right <laughs> how have how has the party survived you honestly <laughs> that's, that's a good what question oh, all creatures yeah, some of us haven't multiple times. <laughs> oh, wait. Who's the one who hasn't died yet? <laughs> I'm very strong. <laughs> I live in the light of the morning, Lord. All right. Uh, so, um, oh, God. Math. Right. Bear with me for a moment. Okay. Uh, so you can basically push, drag, or lift. It's going to be a scary amount of weight, actually. 570 pounds. That's so close. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. So far. <laughs> right there. But bots just guess, pressed against guess what the back, I have. trying to help. Guess what I have? I have a supernatural horse. Who can also help me with dragging things? Yes, that you do. So I say, Morning Glory, come on over here, sweetie. All right. So the rest of you are watching, kind of maybe slack jawed, except for Strix, who's still at the back of the lodge, catching right. Mr. Shambleface. Um, as Evelyn has tied ropes around this creature and is now lashing them to Morning Glory and having the horse drag this sleeping owlbear across the snow. <laughs> Toward the doorway as she sort of pushes it from the rump from behind. <laughs> Does he have a little tail, like a little cute little like? Yeah, you have a little stumpy tail. No, it's got little feathers on yeah. it. And she gets it to the door, and then it kind of gets stuck in the doorway. <laughs> oh right. shoot! I, I guess we'll have to chop it in half if you want to fit it through. Damn! You, you leave me alone, Mister Mister Dark Cloud. Get it through. It's just going to take a bit of arithmetic and like trigonometry and stuff. Yeah. Um. So you it's like a couch. To, yeah, it's like a couch, it's like a really, really big couch. And then uh, my muscles are like bulging. Yeah. Oh, and the rest um, of you are just sort of in a, sort of astonished that uh, she's actually gotten it this far. 
Strix is going to hear that commotion and look up and uh, yeah. try to reduce the size of the owl, owl bear with the Yay! You're helping? <laughs> it's a mini owl bear. So he's going right. to be half. It's a teacup <laughs> owl bear. You put it in your purse. Yep. All right. Um, so you cast the spell and uh, it's going to make a constitution same throw, but it's asleep. So I'm going to say it as disadvantage. All right, uh, you shrink the owlbear. <laughs> uh, target size is halved in all dimensions, and its weight is reduced to one-eighth of normal. So, so I can just pick it up. I yeah. can snuggle yeah, it you, now. Yeah. You're sort of, well, you're pretty small. So you can kind <laughs> of like pick, pick it up. It up over it, my shoulder. It, it's, its hindquarters are still dragging behind you um, as you usher this shrunken owlbear into one of the stalls. I pet it reassuringly. Okay. And then I, because the ropes now have become loose, so I retie yep. it, but I, I don't tie it like like hog tie it or anything. I just make it so it can't move, but I make sure that its head can reach waffles as soon as it wakes up. So I leave okay. like a pile of waffles right okay. by its head, but I secure it to the stall to make sure it can't leave the stall and that it can't like run or okay. snap at anybody. Yep. <laughs> Around the time you finish tying it off is when the spell expires. Ah, I forgot about that. <laughs> So, I frantically am trying to untie it while it's expanding. Okay. Zog just sort of watches in silence, fitting the new piece into his stilt, kind of casting a wary glance over toward the stall, but says absolutely nothing. Um, while this, while Evelyn starts to frantically untie the knots and, and things that she has uh, put around this creature. Uh, and it suddenly balloons <laughs> to its full size and just kind of fills up the stall. That's great. Um, and and, looks and then like I retie it again. But it's at this point in time, Evelyn. It's very much, uh, it, yeah. It's just sort of you climb up into the stall over it, and you kind yeah. of tie it off again. All right. If I have to, I like wrap it around the whole bear. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and then I have Morning Glory stand at the front of the stall, and I say, "You make sure that what was his name, Strix? Hootie McCoop face. Hootie Mc what?" She's still crying, but she just kind of goes, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Hootie McCoot face, you make sure he stays in that stall, and you don't let him hurt anybody. You understand? No. You well, too, murder bot. It's not, I didn't, it's not mine. It's not my job. No, not you. I'm talking to Warren Glory. She's still All crying. Right. It doesn't matter. And murder bot. Murder bot, you too. You understand? You don't let this guy hurt anybody. But don't hurt him either. If you have to, you put him back to sleep, just like you did. That was a great job, by the way. Fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, the owlbear is still asleep when morning comes. And by that time, uh, Zog has repaired his broken stilt and is kind of moving around the lodge on the stilt to test it out. And when he's got the stilts on, he's about seven feet tall. And his movement, uh, he doesn't seem to suffer any lack of movement because he has no feet. Cool. Um, uh, so he can keep up with you guys in the snow. Good. Let's get out of here. All, All right. Us. What? Why? What? Hmm? Why are we leaving now? I thought we were trying to get here so we could rest and recuperate. No, I believe now that morning has come and the, and the blizzard has passed. We need to help our friend Zog go to get to the Citadel and help him deliver this message. That's right. Uh, and the closest we can get to civilization, figure out where we are so we can get closer back to, say, Waterdeep or something similar would also be really helpful. And 
the further away we get from now two death machines. <laughs> hey, at least one of them is coming with us. Right. Right, Murderbot? <laughs> See, he said he's, he agreed. So, I mean. You can't it, take Murderbot away from his new father. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. He's very good with children and Murderbots. It's around and this time. Also, you I'm not leaving my new owlbear that I got for Strix. <laughs> uh, you also realize you probably all have to go to the bathroom in one way, shape, or form. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need some time to rest and we need to see what happens when this owlbear wakes up. That's true. You didn't get much rest. No, you definitely did not. So, uh, and Anna, you have some wounds that are still lingering that you haven't healed up yet. Sure do. So I'm going to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Morning Glory will wake me up if the owlbear so much as moves. Right, Morning Glory? Yes, she says that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she said anything, Evelyn. <laughs> you can, when you've been around her as long as I have, you can read her body language. So she curls up okay. on, this, on the hay and on some tries hay. to yep. snooze. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Um, does Leoman's tiny hut include plumbing? (laughs) (laughs) That is a very good question because you being not able to leave it while you're inside it would suggest that, you know, this would be accounted for. But uh, Leoman didn't actually account for that, no. Unfortunate. Yes. Okay. Yeah, right. You just kind of have to hold it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, just go in the hut and then make a new one. That's true. Yes. Yes, you could do that. Okay. So uh, come the morning while Evelyn is uh, now deciding to take her nap, uh, uh, what would the three of you like to do? I guess take a nap. (laughs) Zog says he's going to go out and relieve himself, but he won't be gone long. I guess, I mean, someone should follow him so he doesn't die. I'll go with them. We'll go in pairs. That's a good idea. Okay. I'll wait for you to come back. Yep. By the okay. door. Uh, so Diaz and Zog, you go off um, not too far, you know, 30, 40 feet away from the lodge and relieve yourselves and make your way back. And then, I guess, Strix and Paulton. Next. Sure. Right. Okay. Uh, so Strix. I'm, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Paulton. I'm going to assume that uh, sleeping would break my concentration. Um, yeah, because when you're asleep, you're technically unconscious. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Are you still in that hut? Well, no, it's... Yeah. Uh, oh, the murder bot charm. Yeah, that's a little, yeah, it's a little important. Hmm. Does the charm just charm it for you or does it charm it for the whole party because he's been taking all of our orders is well, that his, his orders were specifically will his suggestion was please be our friend ah. so he, he was uh the, the the suggestion was for him to be friends with all of you gotcha okay um and uh yeah so paulton yeah you would lose uh concentration on the spell have you suffered any damage uh i don't believe since, so since making the spell uh, since, since, since recently, have you got any recorded damage? No, I don't think you do. So, okay. So, uh, other than getting your spells back, that's yeah. the only thing you're, you're missing. Okay. Then I'm fine. Okay. 
Uh, Strix and Paulton, please make perception checks. Oh, why? <laughs> when you go outside, uh, there is a drag mark from where Evelyn brought in the owlbear, um, and everything else is covered with snow. You can see the footsteps that Diath left behind and the little holes that Fog <laughs> left behind, spaced about you know eight feet apart. And then uh, everything else is just covered with thick snow, including the big boulders that uh, were scattered around this place earlier. Everything's just blanketed. And uh, what did you guys roll on your perception checks? Uh, I got a seven. Uh, ten. <laughs> All right. Uh, while, whilst you are relieving yourselves, <laughs> you are surprised. Great. By two, uh, by two monstrous creatures. Um, uh, they look like hulking humanoid wolf hybrids. Cool. Oh, I know exactly them, what those are. You would call them werewolves. Oh, come on. My brethren. Murderbot came with, right? Oh, uh, did you have Murderbot with you? I mean, I kind of assumed he'd be following me. He, he would. I guess he would, yes. Okay. He's curious to know what you are doing. So he's just sort of standing there watching you. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Before that, I was like, uh, Murderbot, can you just turn around? <laughs> he doesn't turn around, but he just turns his whole head around. <laughs> okay. So I should really roll for Murderbot as well. Uh, Murderbot is not surprised by the werewolves. Sweet. Um, so, Emil, as you come upon these two characters, one of whom you know, Rez Paulton, the other one is not familiar to you, uh, uh, you do see kind of up to, up to its shoulders in the snow, a little head poking out um, of some sort of puppet-like creature. Okay. I, well, once I saw Paulton, I would revert back to the form okay. he knows. Paulton, a naked man. As usual. Um, <laughs> <laughs> appears in the snow before you. Uh, a, a beautiful, tall, muscular, dark-skinned man that you suddenly recognize as the fellow you met in the dungeons under Castle Ravenloft. Just like, do, uh, I, do I give off a vibe? I feel like there's a pattern. <laughs> and uh, you can see that uh, he has uh, basically <clears throat> sort of hanging in one of his... Uh, a clenched fists. A sock. A satchel. <laughs> uh, which you assume contains his clothes. At least you hope so. Okay. If it does, by the way, I'd be putting those on now. Yes. Uh, you also note that there is a sword in a sheath basically tied to the satchel. Um, at the same time he turns, the other werewolf also assumes humanoid form, that of a uh, tall, dark-skinned woman. And now she is standing naked in front of you, and she too has a satchel and is donning clothes in the snow. We're nonchalant about it. You know, yeah. We're kind of cool with nakedness. Strix, uh, you see these creatures do this as well. And the moment of surprise has passed. If anything, would you guys like to do at this point? Uh, Strix is just going to scream and turn into a cloud. <gasps> <laughs> 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 You guys inside the lodge. Well, Evelyn, I'll have you make a perception check with disadvantage, Evelyn, to see if that shriek is enough to wake you up. Oh, I'm trying to rest. Uh, perception, perception, perception. So that's 16 or, oh, not 20, so 21. Okay. 
you actually are woken up by Strix's cat, uh, uh, caterwauling outside. <laughs> so I wasn't asleep nearly long enough to do any good as far as... Probably not, no. Okay. Certainly doesn't feel like it when you wake up. Uh, and and DF, you automatically hear it. Great. <laughs> You're actually kind of half expecting it. So you probably... Are. I actually, like, I start to get up to go protect her. And then I remember how many times she has made that shriek. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that didn't that didn't sound like a big deal shriek. And I just kind of do that thing where you're like half awake and you're like listening for further. <laughs> you suck. Yep. All right. Do you know the difference between an anxious strict streak and a terrified strict streak? So I'll immediately respond and run out to her position. Okay. When you do, Sorry. you see a cloudy strix uh, blustering her way back toward the door, assumably. <laughs> Uh, you also yes. see Paulton uh, standing in front of two half-dressed, uh, dark-skinned humans um, who are quickly putting on uh, basically their clothes, which are a mixture of stitched leather skins and uh, pelts. Right. So I run out with like throwing knives in the hand, and as soon as I run out, like ready to throw, I just see like these two half-naked people just. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I say to him, I'm just like Murderbot. You can uh, when you look at Murderbot Paulton, you see its mouth is open, and he's just sort of looking up at you. <laughs> <laughs> I look at him, just like ah, stand down. You're good. It's like didn't I? Didn't I know you in? Didn't I know you in prison? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I come with a warning as thanks for releasing me. Oh. Also, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, don't piss him off. <laughs> Noted. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I had to check the notes real quick. Uh, <laughs> all right. My pack has been overtaken. I am no longer in command of it. And they have been sent to take you back. Oh. Why? I don't actually know if I know that. Do I know why? Sorry. So you know, you know that uh, the pack is coming for the puppet, right? Gotcha. Oh, um, uh, to take it back to Barovia. Gotcha. Some oh. sort of. Uh, all you know is it's some sort of Vistani doll. What a great day! <laughs> huh. You also know that they're not far behind you. You were sent as just sort of. You went off as advanced scouts. We got here as quickly as possible and I found you quite easily. They will find you the same. So is this like a, like a fight them off situation or like a get out of here situation? The woman says, this is a fight to the death situation. That seems more like a get out of here situation. You will never outrun them. But can we outkill them? That is your only hope. Shit. (laughs) I am here to lend my sword. I will stand with you in repayment for freeing me. See why it's good that we kept the owlbear and the murder bot? (laughs) I'm sorry, you kept what? The woman says, says, and I stand with my husband. Okay. So how about how far behind are they? They will be here any minute now. Okay, that is much less time than I had hoped. <laughs> um, all right, I guess we should uh, 
regroup and figure this out then. Your friends are here? Oh, yeah, they're here. There's also uh, there's some kind of big, like, man-bear pig in the lodge or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. I don't. They want to use it. It might not work. I don't know. They're working out the details. Kind of <laughs> looks over, sees the owl bear, and nods like, you know, that could cause a distraction. Distraction is just snoring. <laughs> or not. It's the only one of you getting a decent night's sleep at the moment. <laughs> okay. Right. okay. So we should move quickly. Let's... Well, let's do that then. Woman says, the leader of our pack, Franz Grosa, he has been blessed by Mother Night. He is give, gifted with the powers of the Wolf King. He will not be easy to defeat. It is possible one or more of you will not survive. I look at Murderbot, I'm like, don't worry, you'll be fine. <laughs> We're done with these people. <laughs> she says... Even if you give them the doll, they will try to kill you all. They will not stop for anything. They will not barter. All right. It's a great thing to wake up to. Yeah. Uh, huh. All right. Did uh, so? Does it? Did everyone already hear this, or does this need to be? At this point, I think it's been communicated to everyone. Okay. Cool. Great. Everyone in the lodge. Yep. Strix is still a cloud. Strix, I'm a cloud, like, but we need you. Heard the them chatting and was like, it's probably fine and kind of laid back down. Because okay. I've just been laying in there. The cloud is just like shaking. Yep. All right, Evelyn, uh, you are a little bit distracted against, again from your slumber as you hear everybody sort of piling into the lodge and talking about stuff. And um, <sighs> Evelyn, arise. We need your light for darkness is followed. <laughs> Someone's going to die. You see, you do see uh, two strange humans in uh, dressed in skins, um, man and a woman. <clears throat> do I have any vestigial like sense of them being werewolves? That is a very good question. You do get the sense, you you do sense that there is something oddly lycanthropic about them. <laughs> I'm um, kind of like, yeah. I haven't smelled that in. <gasps> My werewolf brethren. <laughs> and would I sense the same from her? No. Okay. You're really confused why I think that's just <laughs> yeah. I just enough. identify as a werewolf. <laughs> right. Uh, very pleased to meet you. I am Evelyn Avalona Helvig Marthane, and I serve the Morning Lord Lathander. Welcome to our lodge. Please be careful of the sleeping owlbear. We're not exactly positive how he's going to react when he wakes up, but I assure you that he is well restrained. Yeah, we're going to have to deal with formalities later. we got to figure this out. Right now, uh, the woman says, you have been a werewolf? Yes, I was actually technically a were-pomeranian, but I have experienced the lyc <laughs> lycanthropic life, yes. Uh, Zulika turns to you, Aram, and sort of takes you aside. And the two of, and the rest of you see this uh, new couple kind of go off and start whispering to you and kind of casting strange, sinister glances in your direction. I just kind of smile at them while they're talking about me. <laughs> and uh, Zulika says to Aram, we can't do anything to protect them from Franz, but the other werewolves won't be able to hurt them if we turn them into our kind. <gasps> That is an option. We should ask them and explain carefully 
what they're signing up for. Uh-uh. And uh, he, he says, you know them better than me. I shall ask. There is an option. Nope. If you were to join us, be like us, you would gain our strength and our defenses. You would be cursed for all time, but you would survive tonight. I've always been very curious about this because the whole curse thing, I mean, like, what does that actually mean, curse for all eternity? Like, I mean, can I still serve the morning Lord in all his light and glory (laughs) while being cursed? I'm just curious what you think. Can you serve the God of the sun while your soul is tied to the moon? Oh, that's a good, that's a good question. That's kind of what I'm asking. I do not know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe with the right attitude. (laughs) Maybe. If you wish this. We don't have time. Decide. You must choose now. There, we'll, we'll all be clouds. We'll all be clouds, and then we'll all just, they can't get us at all. They can't even touch us if we're clouds. But then they'll keep following us. That's what they're saying. We have to stand now or run forever. I'm not really into the whole standing now thing. Never really been a... Really you are more into the running forever thing, aren't you? Yes. Also, yeah. would the puppet even be a cloud or... Yeah, you if, it's a, if it's a possession in her, in her, if it's in her possession, it would turn with her. Okay, more important, could Murderbot be a cloud? What? What? Strix is going to turn back into a into a person and say, "Why don't we just use Murderbot as bait? If they think that's the puppet, they don't know what the puppet looks like. They might think that he's the puppet. That it's is Paulton's son. Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> If you wish to have our defenses, if you wish to join us, you must choose now. They will be upon us. Any, and he's like literally looking out the window. They will be upon us any moment. I would have to pray and meditate. I know we're both some time. So I'll just, I'll say no thanks for now, but maybe take you up on it another time. Or just do it and I'll remove your curse again. Oh, wait, can you do that? Yes. Like just snap your fingers, poof. I'm no longer. I did that last time, remember? I mean, yeah, I just thought it was maybe like more of a one-time thing, but you can I don't do think, I mean, I still know the spell. I don't think it's a one-time. Okay, my last yeah. question for this is, let's say hypothetically we could all for eight hours hide in a hut. <laughs> <laughs> the hut's not hidden. Yeah. They will wait outside its doors. They will bellow upon its doors. <laughs> we can't and the live in a hut. second the spell ends, they will feast upon you. Shit. Okay, everyone can turn into a werewolf but me, and then I can unwerewolf you afterwards. We have but minutes. It'll be fine. How many times can you do that, Strix, before you need to rest? Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll ask the gods. <laughs> Three. <laughs> it, is, it is a third level spell for you, Strix. How many third level spell slots do you have? Uh, I Left. have. Because you haven't, uh, you've spent, you've used some spells used today. One fireball, fireball, and one gaseous form. Okay. So, but I still have all my sorcery points. Yep. So I can, I believe, by use expending all my sorcery points, use it twice today, yep. and then I'll have one. I'll rest. I'll have to use it again. Right. So, expend all my sorcery points. I can do it twice. It's the resting that bothers me. If we're the way too long and night. Yeah, that's old hat what? for us. So what, about, what about if we if we use it twice, one of them will be on me and then everyone but the but the third. Wait, I mathed. 
So there would be, if there's three of us and we can use two and then we could all hide in the hut while the third person, the hut's the answer, okay? The third person could hang outside of the hut and then we cross our fingers, they don't run off in the night and then when it's back, you use that one? I'm just thinking out Yeah, that, that, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, okay. that works. Cool. Do it. Great. Right. But don't touch me. Okay. Don't but the rest, however, the rest of you have agreed. I mean, are we all agreeing to be werewolves? Because I'm totes down if everyone else is, as long as I can just switch out later in case the Lander's mad. Yeah, sure, whatever else you had. Sweet! All right. I, I can't. Why not? Not with that attitude. Because I've already lost my humanity once, and I treasure it now more than ever. What is humanity? Humanity is not a body. Humanity Stop being such an edgelord and just do it! <laughs> Uh, Zaliko walks up to you, Diath, and she's a few inches taller than you, and she says, kind of looks down at you, and she says, are you saying I'm not human? Whoa. 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 Not, not what I was implying. Whoa. Not what I was implying. It's just... What are you going to say? Tread carefully. Any more Barovia in me in any form. I'm trying to leave that all behind and move on with my life. What's the problem with that? Got a problem with Barovia? Our souls are still ours. Our humanity is still ours. Our love is bonded as strong as any. Wait, Paul, are you doing it? Yeah, sure. How exactly does one become aware of us? Is this like a bite, by the way? Yep. Okay. All right. So you need to see the fangs. I mean, he yeah. starts to transform his neck kind of pops and cracks, your muscles tear, his whole back arcs up, and he gains about, you know, a foot and a half of height. Claws. (laughs) Can he still talk? Can you still talk in that form, or? Uh, Shakes his head, no. No. (laughs) There's kind of a low low guttural growl. But do do you kind of understand stuff, though? Shakes his head, yes. Okay, so after he does, like, that whole crackling thing, I'm like, okay, uh, uh, does that hurt? <laughs> yes. Mm, all right. Okay. He just kind of leans down. His whole body kind of hulks over. You just feel the heat radiating off him as his fangs gently sink <laughs> into your neck and it pulls back. <laughs> all right, uh, Paulton, you take six points of damage. Oh, and that was gentle. Yeah, um, and uh, you normally get a constitution saving throw to resist the curse. You do have the option to forego that saving throw. So how funny would it be? <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will forego it. All right. Uh, at that point in time, uh, yeah, you can see uh, Paulton is just um, suffering from the wound and uh, kind of uh, there's a moment of euphoria, Paulton, that sort of overcomes you. Uh, the pain starts to disappear, and you just feel this sort of fire in your blood. Um, and uh, life's calling. And everything around you starts to take on. Uh, uh, your sensations become overwhelmed. Every sound, every scent, um, smell everything uh, much more intensely. You hear everything much more intensely. You now hear and see as the animals do. Do not fear it. It is your guide. Lika says, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn, Evelyn's next. 
I like start singing a hymn of praise to Lavander, and I'm like, all right. Oh, so I can't talk at this point, can I? Uh, you're still human. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I want a quick message to Murderbot. I'm like, us good, others bad, kill others. Got it. Good, I clarify good, good us, all us, all, all us. <laughs> I point to all everyone, right. including the owlbear and Morning Glory. All right, uh, Evelyn, you take six points of damage as Emil sinks his fangs into you. I curtsy, thank you. <laughs> Wipe the blood off a little bit. All right. Zulika do- sort of nudges Diaf with her yep. shoulder over toward her husband. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought she was good. All right, I'll just knock them all out. And I would very carefully and gently bite her, you know, her as well. Oh, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Him as well. All right. Uh, DF, you take six points of damage as Emil delicately bites through your flesh and you feel uh, what for you is horrendous pain. Yeah. Um, but it passes again and uh, you, have, you suffer the same sensations as Paulton. The entire bite, I'm just staring at Strix with a face that just says... Uh, don't let me stay like this. Uh, yeah, she's just gonna look back, just be like, "Yep, not, not <laughs> going to." Nope. Mm-mm. But she's also gonna say, "Just so you guys know, uh, if this starts to uh, go south, I'm gonna have to turn to a cloud so that they don't uh, take uh, uh, holds of the puppet." You know, back. That's to, fair. Back to the worst place, literally in the entire multiverse. Okay. So, right. do we have the resistances? Always or only in wolf form? You have so it at all times. You have Sorry. your damage immunities uh, or damage resistances at all times. Yes. Great. Okay, so I don't have to transform. You do so not like have to. Is it, I'm, I'm new to the whole werewolf thing. Is like a conscious decision that you can just will? He kind of transforms himself back into a human so he can talk, and you hear the bones re-knitting and re-popping into place. Uh, Zulika says it does take will to transform. Okay. So... Unwillingly, on nights of the full moon. Understood. I'm gonna. I'm gonna oh, turn. So to, that's how that works. Huh. <laughs> I'm gonna turn to Murderbot one more time. Mm-hmm. Just be like, "Are you still with me?" <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna believe him. <laughs> Does he understand that you will transform as well? I look at him like. Do you know I might transform? Okay. I'm terrified of everything right now. <laughs> <laughs> so with all that said and done, I'll look over at Zog and just say, Zog, this is our fight that we need to handle. We're not asking for your help. Uh, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> we, would, we would really appreciate it. Continue to help us. We'll continue to help you. But just know the dangers that are coming. I have nothing that cannot defeat a werewolves. Great. Just out of curiosity, if he was bit, would his legs grow back? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're not sure. In all likelihood, you would have have two missing hind legs. Right, right. I feel like those are important. Your big forearms. Uh, But he he does shake a finger, a fat finger at you, Emil, and say... You are not a turn enemy. That that is your wish. What, none of you guys want to peer pressure him at all? Oh, okay. Then Emil goes back to the window and is just staring at it. You know, out at 
Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, you can sense that your brethren are almost upon you. You can actually hear, uh, with your supernaturally great hearing, them plowing through snow um, toward, uh, uh, toward the lodge. We have minutes. Take up arms. All right. If we fight, we fight in here. The snow outside is going to be too thick and too deep, and it'll just slow us down and cause problems. I'm just curious what would happen if you turned an owl bear into a werewolf? Would it be a werewolf no! bear? No! <laughs> I too no. am curious. Uh, Zulika will tell you the curse has no effect on non humanoid creatures. That's good. We're not here to play God. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious. <clears throat> I'm going to cast mage armor on myself. Okay. That's one bit of prep. Anybody else doing any last minute prep? I'm going to take out the silvered short sword that I received from Esmeralda. I'll be, and I will draw my sword as well. Okay. Evelyn out of excitement just goes, (laughs) and turns into her wear palm self. Okay. <laughs> and she does a cute little wear palm growl like that. <laughs> oh my god. Evelyn's got this coat of white fur with a little sort of golden fur up around her head. Um, <laughs> can I uh, and I yip happily. Yip. Can I maybe do some kind of perception just to really see if murder bot cuz technically I took damage so mm-hmm. my concentration oh, fair enough born, so uh, you can actually make a concentration check um it's uh, a dc of I want to say 16 10 plus damage taken let me just double check that cuz when while else this happened um so Let's go bad quick yeah, good. Um, at 10 plus half the damage you take, so DC 13 you have to beat. Beat okay. people or beat. All right. It's a, it's a constitution. Constitution, all right. So. Do uh, any of you know if dragons are attracted to anything? Gold. Sorry, Paulton? Uh, 15. Okay, so your spell is still in effect. Woo! Yay, he's not going to kill us, maybe. All right. Yes. Uh, there is a massive slam of something heavy up against the door. Like oh. it just threw itself bodily. didn't even try to open it conventionally. Uh, and uh, whatever it is causes the door to shake and reverberate. And then rapidly, right after that, a second slam, a second creature throwing its bulk in. Around the same time, uh, the werewolf comes in through the hole in the ceiling. Oh, shoot. And lands among you. It lands right next to Diaf and Zulika. Let's everybody roll initiative. Does it do a superhero landing? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's in it's in its nice. hybrid form. Uh, gross. So uh, let's see. I'll roll for Murderbot and Zulika. Uh, how did you do, Strix? Uh, Twenty. Ooh, yeah. Did did good this time. Diaf. Thirteen. Thirteen. Evelyn. Seven. Alton. Twelve. Okay. I'm feeling myself in my wear palm form too much to pay good yeah. attention. <laughs> right. Uh, by the way, um, you guys in your werewolf form, unless you already have a strength that's higher, now have a strength of 15. Cool. Paltry. So. Wow, 15, uh, that's, that's amazing. Yep, and that lasts as long as you are cursed. You also have a, uh, while you are in your um, wolf or hybrid form, um, 
you'll have a natural armor class bonus of plus one to your AC. Nice. Uh, so, um, but currently, uh, Jared, DF is still in human form, correct? Yes, correct. Right. Paulton is still in human form, or did he yes. turn? Okay. And Strix wants none of that. Okay. No. In that case, uh, Strix, you are the first to act when this hybrid werewolf comes down through the roof. All right. Um, first thing I'm going to do is look at Paulton and say, Paulton, give me your glowy sword. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so Paulton hasn't gone yet. Uh, if you prefer Strix, you could walk over to Paulton and pull the sword out of his sheath. All right, perfect. I'll do that. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you're able to do that. And uh, do you have any bonus actions or anything you want to do? Um, just if I'm behind him, just get behind everybody. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, next up is the werewolf. I'm sorry, Emil, I didn't get your... Uh, sorry, it was uh, 17. Oh, I'm sorry, you're next, Emil. All right, then I will rush at this creature and stab it. Okay. Uh, 18 plus... You hit. Four, yeah, 22. It's not your part to do it. Yep. <laughs> and uh, it's silvered. I'm sorry, how does that... Uh, so the silver just means it's going to ignore its damage. Gotcha, uh, understood. Then I do six points of damage. Okay. Um, now uh, you can make a second attack yep. with your sword. I'll swing at it again. Uh, that's going to be a 14. That hits. All right. And then I do another six points of damage. Okay. So with his silvered blade, uh, Neil hacks into that creature uh, and uh, deals it some wounds that do not heal. And then is uh, the creature's turn. It will turn on you, Emil, growl at you something, which you take to mean traitor. Uh, and then... I bet he's heard that a lot lately. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, and actually, it makes absolutely no sense for him to attack you. Uh, he is going to provoke from you in order to get around you to attack someone he thinks he can hurt. All right. Uh, that's going to be a 14. Okay, you hit him. And that's going to be seven. Okay. He has been dealt three nasty wounds, and he is going to attack Diaf. Okay. Yay. Uh, so he uh, attempts to bite you, Diaf, and he scored a, he rolled a natural 20, um, but his jaws do not pierce your flesh. Okay. <laughs> uh, and as soon as and he's this monstrous hybrid werewolf kind of throws its head back in astonishment uh, and then turns to you, Emil, and says, it just growls something absolutely atrocious. <laughs> also, let it be known, I'm Candy Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, the next thing he does is uh, he takes a swipe at UDF with his claws. Um, more out of fury and reflex than anything uh, hit you, but again, no effect. Uh, there is more thumping at the door, and then you hear uh, something tearing into the door with claws and tearing it to splinters. And then it is Yath's turn. All right. Uh, so uh, there's one between myself and Emil? Yes. Great. So after his failed bite and 
slash and whatever, like sword in hand. Uh, actually, like uh, kind of sidestep around him with the left foot. Yep. S- do a do a, a full spin, and as I'm spinning, I'm actually going down to one knee, stabbed into his abdomen for a sneak attack with an ally nearby. Okay, make your check. Ha! Twenty-five. That hits. Yay! All your damage. Many stabs. All right. Uh, is okay. Yep. Oof. Okay, that's a lot of ones. One, two, four, five, thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, he is now looking very bloodied and very hurt. Uh, do you have anything else you can do? Uh, no, that's okay. it for me. Halton. There is one badly bloodied werewolf. Okay. And there is more banging at the door, right? Yes. Uh, if I were to go to the door, how far away from everyone inside would I be? About 20 feet. About 20 feet. All right. I'm going to try some reckless and I'm <laughs> going to go up to the door mm-hmm. and I'm going to, yeah, <laughs> come on in. <laughs> uh, I'm going to thunder wave right at the door. Okay. So you're going to open the door and then blow, or you're going to, you can do the thunder wave with the door closed or open. Um, I'm. I was thinking try close and just okay. to like catch him by surprise. Sure. Blast the door. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so when the thunder wave goes off, the door gets blown off its uh, hinges outward, and uh, you are casting that at what level? Uh, level three. Okay. So you're going to end up doing a generous amount of damage. That'd be uh, 48. Underwave. Yeah, so normally it's 2d8, and you're casting it with a spell slot two higher, and you get to add an extra d8 for each one. So yes, 4d8. Cool. And you have to make saving throws. Uh, yeah, uh, when the door flies off, uh, you can see four werewolves beyond. Cool. How much damage does a flying door do? <laughs> it won't do any damage to the werewolves. Right. It's not a silver door. It's not a silver door. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. You did catch many of the werewolves by surprise with this because three of them failed their saving throws. Nice. Well, then they're going to be taking 22. Okay, so three of them get walloped by this wave of sound and go flying back away from you 10 feet, uh, landing in the snow. Uh, the, other, the one remaining one took half damage and manages to keep its ground. And that happens to be, uh, and he's about 10 feet away from you. Cool. All right. I'm just like, woo! <laughs> Boom! And obviously the thunder wave just echoes throughout this whole area. Everybody hears it. Evelyn well, is very impressed. If they all the snow in work. 10 feet just gets knocked back in a huge <laughs> wave. Uh, okay. Uh, next up is Evelyn. Can I wield uh, Lightfall while in werewolf form? Um, that is a good question. So... Uh, in humanoid or hybrid form, you can wield a weapon, yes. And I am in hybrid form, right? You are correct. Sweet. I am a 
white and gold <laughs> Pomeranian wielding a glowing magical celestial battle axe, and I take it to the nearest werewolf. Okay, that, that would be the one that friend. that would be the one that Emil Bye. and uh, and yeah. yeah have roughed up with my flying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Excellent. so I take a stab at it. Um, Oh, I roll a two. <laughs> but I do get two attacks each turn, yes, as chat do. preemptively reminded me this week. <laughs> Thank you, chat. Yeah, thanks for that. So my second, second attack. attack is really good, and that's going to be a 21. Yes. And are these, uh, do I have special effects on these? Are they fiends or undead? Probably not, right? They are not. So you don't get your extra dice damage, but you do have a magical weapon, so you bypass its damage immunities. Sweet. Okay, so my damage is going to be D8 plus 4. Where's my D8? Sorry. There it is. Uh, 8. Excellent. All right, it is still standing despite the withering blows that you have dealt to it. Uh, and uh, next up is Murderbot, who is standing next to Paulton, uh, who will shoot a dart out at the one werewolf that wasn't blown back. He hits the werewolf, but the dart bounces off, essentially not penetrating the werewolf's supernatural hide. Dang it. Need a magical murder bot. Yeah, yeah the darts only kill kids. Sorry. No, we <laughs> <laughs> Werewolf snarls and murder bot's just like. <laughs> I just like, I'm like, it's okay. You done good, bot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Zalika will go after the werewolf that everybody else is attacking inside, um, and uh, she hits it once with her silvered short sword, uh, wounding it some more, and it is still standing. Wow. And very, very, very hurt. Uh, and at this point, uh, two more werewolves in hybrid form uh, jump in through the hole in the roof. So many. Mm. I should have asked how many there was going to be. Mm-hmm. Are either one of them fronds? No. Okay. Chat has named my werewolf greater dog, DS Uncanny Doge, and Paulton's subwoofer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in human form. <sighs> All let's right. Break it down. Strix, what would you like to do? All right. Uh, so I'm going to regret everything in my life and I'm going to dimension door onto the roof. Okay. Bam. You appear on the roof. I'd like you to make a dexterity saving throw. Great. Oh no. This is fine. (laughs) Twelve. All right. Uh, You slip off the roof and land in the snow that's uh, basically piled up up against the building. (laughs) I'm fine. <laughs> so you see Just her first on the roof and then whoop, she's gone. Um, I forgot great. that it was shaped like a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's also kind of icy and all kinds of stuff. So uh, anyway, you land in this big snowbank and don't take any damage, Strix. Oh, that's good. Uh, now, that was technically only an action for you. You still have movement. Great. Can I see anything around me? Uh, when you sort of pop up out of the snowbank, just make a perception check. Curious thunderstorms. Oh, I rolled a twenty! Yay! Yes. Outstanding. Now, 
Yeah. <laughs> you always get on perception checks. <laughs> uh, Strix, uh, you can see uh, that there are... Uh, Four werewolves are very close to you. Um, they probably saw you fall <laughs> um, <laughs> off the roof. Also, this oh. all black and dirty thing trying to hide under a bunch of white snow. Yes, there is oh. also there is also a fifth werewolf that is kind of circling around toward the front door, and this one is unusual because. Uh, there is sort of black shadows uh, uh, kind of playing all around him, uh, almost like a smoke. Cool. No. Great. Great. Uh, so I do see them and they see me. Um, I can still yell something, right? You sure can. Right. I'm going to try and intimidate these uh, yes. creatures. And I'm wow. Gonna the sun sword. You've already wasted your 20. Don't do it. I'm going to hold up the sun sword mm. in my arm. Just hold it up in front of them and say, uh, my name is Strix, the dragon keeper, and I summon the dragons <laughs> to take down this evil and send it back to that gross, nasty hovel that it comes from known as Barovia. The owner totally sucks. Got him. Everybody <laughs> inside the lodge just sort of stops for a moment. It kind of listens to the speaker. Even Murderbot. Even Murderbot. <laughs> I'm going to use my, my thaumaturgy to make it super loud, too. Like, crazy loud. Okay. Dragon actually shows like, up. All, all the rest of the snow pours off the roof and lands on it. Falls on top of her. Yeah, exactly. Except for the sword. Just her arm and the sword sticking out. This changes nothing! <laughs> All right. Um, if you want to make an intimidation check, I'll let you. Uh, I do. <laughs> I thought, like, good luck. <laughs> uh, so I have a plus five to intimidation. Great. So, You're going to need it. So I got 17. Okay. I'm also um, yelling at the dragon. Hopefully there's a dragon around. It's shiny. The sword right. is great. You, are, you have made a lot of noise. There's no doubt about that. Okay, after Strix goes, uh, Emil, you're up. Did that noise by any chance wake up the owlbear? Just a curiosity. It did not. Okay. <laughs> God. Bear. Is it dead? Uh, I'm going to try oh. and finish off the one that's... Away. Then the, my first action would be to try and finish off the one in, in front of me. Just take it out. Sure. Absolutely. Oh, that's going to work. That'd be a 23. Oh, yes. And that would be 11. Okay, uh, that kills it. Whoa. So that one drops. Uh, you know that there are two others uh, that you could attack, so you could move and use your second attack on. Is whichever one is nearest to me there, if there's one near my wife, yes. that one first, and the other, okay, then I'll go right for that one. Okay. And that'd be a 17. Yep. And that would be, uh, that would be five. Okay. Uh, so you deal that one, a bit of a wound, and then the werewolves, there are now two in the room. Uh, you can see that they're kind of sniffing around the room, uh, trying to discern which prey they can actually threaten. Uh, and it's pretty much nobody except the dwarf. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, so they are going to uh, provoke attacks of opportunity from Diath, Zulika, Emil, and you, Evelyn. Nice. Uh, so you can all make melee attacks against these two werewolves. 
as they try to leap and bound around you to get at the dwarf. Nat 20. Nice. Oh. Plus seven. <laughs> okay. 14. That hits. Yes. He takes 10 from me. Okay. Uh, what? Or I she, I guess. What I add for he or she. So, um, so uh, on your crit, uh, you're going to do... Um, I don't often crit, Chris Perkins. Right, yeah. And I've actually tried different crit rules over the course of the campaign, so um, it's probably even more confusing. In I think I changed mine per game, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so... Um, Let's see, which rule will we use today? <laughs> uh, okay, so um, let's just uh, take all the dice, uh, all the attacks damage dice that you would normally roll. Roll that twice. Okay. Um, and then add any bonuses you get on top of that. So, for instance, your weapon does what? In, you're really 1d8 plus 4. Are you using it two-handed or one-handed? Right now I'm using it. One, one handed because okay. I didn't say I was using it yeah. two handed. So essentially, you would do instead of a d8, you do two d8 okay. plus four. So that is 11. Okay. I got 16. Yep. Hit. Important question. Yep. When I did this uh, attack of opportunity, was there an ally within five feet? Yes. And would I be able to sneak attack or is that a once per turn thing? Um, I don't remember. Let me just double check that. Bum, 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 bum. This drastically changes my damage. Yeah, I know. So it's once per turn. So this is technically on this creature's turn. So yes, you can. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm spilling all my dice everywhere. That's two more ones. Oh no! You kidding nice. me? Eight. Wow. Eight. Okay, All right. Zanika will attack hand. once as well, uh, and uh, she hits hers as well. <laughs> These two wounded werewolves will sort of jump on Zog, who's sort of standing on his stilts. <laughs> did you uh, actually just roll four ones, Jared? Yeah, I did, Anna! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did I transfer my horrible luck to you this season? <laughs> sorry about it. Hashtag sorry. Not uh, sorry. You see them just sort of take the dwarf down off his stilts, and they're just sort of on top of him, tearing at him with their teeth and claws while he is kicking, <laughs> trying to kick with his stilts <laughs> with his dwarven fists while back into the hearth of the fireplace. Wow. Is the, and there's a fire going? No, the fire is kind of petering out. Okay. Uh, so well, there's that. He's not in danger. Need that guy. Yeah. Not in danger of just being lit up. Uh, so that happened. DF. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, uh, so since they're kind of like chasing after them. Yeah, they are engaged with a, an ally. Great. So I kind of do like a sidestep and jump up into the air and almost like pirouette and come down with the sword into the back of whatever one has been previously injured. Yep. Uh, that's 21. Yep. So this is this turn's sneak attack. Much better. 6, 12, 15, 18. Nice. 
Nice. Okay, that one is looking quite hurt now. Yes. Uh, ah. All right. The werewolves outside um, just sort of pounce on Strix, <laughs> <laughs> undeterred by the shimmering sword, uh, and actually feeling somewhat threatened by it. Uh, they try to uh, take her down as quickly as possible. They assess uh, the threat. They assess the threat. We got mage they, armor. It's fine. They outnumber you. All right. Uh, so the first one, uh, what's your armor class currently with the mage armor up? It is uh, 14, I believe. Okay. Uh, the first one hits you with its bite, and it does uh, eight points of damage. Still okay. And then uh, it hits you with its claws for seven points of damage. I'm still fine. She's, the second, not, she's the second, outside and I'm inside, right? Right. Okay. Uh, the second one will hit you with its bite and do five points of damage. And it hits you with its claws also for seven points, or sorry, for five points of damage. Mm. The third I'm one. I'm doing a lot of math. Give me a second. <laughs> misses, third one misses with its bite. Oh, good. And misses with its claws. The fourth one. Misses with its bite and hits with its claws for eight. Okay. Oof. Still, still okay. All right. Uh, so you hear sort of chomping and tearing noises outside. Oh, still all right. They've each got a limb and are just pulling her in different directions. Yes, pretty much. Uh, and uh, Paulton, you're up. You're standing in the doorway. Uh, there are... Um, Oh, I, for, the, the, I forgot the werewolves that you blasted. I guess technically they can get back on their feet and try to attack you. Uh, one of them will uh, come running up to you, miss you with its uh, claw, hit you, or, sorry, miss you with its bite, um, and miss you, miss you with its claw. Uh, so there is a werewolf standing right in front of you, Paulton, when, you are, when your turn comes up. Okay. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna. Do I know who is going right after me that can actually hit them? Uh, you know that going right after you in the initiative order will be Evelyn. Okay. Um, let me see. Then I'm gonna go ahead and do Bardic Inspiration. Okay. So, uh, yeah. D8 within 60 feet. Okay, so Evelyn, you have a D8 on your next roll. Hey, thanks. All right. On my next Mess attack roll? Whatever roll you want to use it on. Yeah, so whatever roll. Could be on a saving throw, could be on anything. Probably okay. an attack roll. All right. Uh, Paulton, you see this uh, hybrid werewolf with all these sort of weird shadowy, shadowy, smoky... Um, ephemeral uh, wisps around it uh, come into your view. Uh, and uh, it will sort of uh, level its uh, malevolent gaze at you. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. No. Oh, that's not good. All right. Um, uh, nine. Okay. You suddenly find your will bent to its desires. Uh, hmm. 
And it says to you uh, telepathically, bring me the Vistani doll. Uh, Can do. Right, and you feel compelled to do so. No. Um, there was no uh, real sound exchange there, so the rest of you don't quite know what's going on. And it is Evelyn's turn. I guess since I don't actually know what just transpired with Paulton. Correct. I run out to try to help Strix. Okay, the quickest way for you to get out there is to fly up through the hole in the ceiling. Tote. All right, as soon as you jet up there and look around, you can see, yeah, right, <laughs> up, against the, right up against the lodge are four werewolves pulling on something in a snowbank. <laughs> A single arm holding a glory. A single arm holding up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have the power. <laughs> I kind of like shake my head and just like full speed, two-handed uh light fall down at whichever, you know, of the four is closest to Strix, I guess. Okay. And I attack, which is a 21. Yep. And that's two-handed, so it's going to be D10 this time, which is, I don't know, six. And then I get to swing again, okay. which is a 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to be eight damage. Okay, very good. Okay, so one of them is wounded, and uh, then we come to Murderbot, who will just stay by Paulton's side for the time being, and then we go to Zalika, who will attack her uh, one of the inside ones twice, and then she'll be hitting twice, and so that one is now looking quite hurt. So the two that are attacking the dwarf are, are both uh, quite bloodied at this point. And uh, Emil, or sorry, not Emil, uh, Strix. You're being still, alive. A, still alive and accosted by these four werewolves. You do see Evelyn uh, fluttering above you, attacking one madly with an axe. All right, so I have uh, one reaction, which is my hellish rebuke. Oh, yes. Which is 60 feet around me. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, do that. I, like, assume that as ads are mauling me, I'm just like, ah! Okay, uh, so you, you would have used that on the turn that they attacked you, and that's fine. We'll just back yeah, up a yeah. little bit. Um, yeah, that was... I, then, I, for, uh, I didn't want to interrupt, so I just... Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, polite. Basically, you point your <laughs> finger, and one of the creatures that damaged you is basically engulfed in hellish flames. Get wrecked. So it, makes, it tries to make a dexterity saving throw. It fails horribly. So you are going to do, assuming you cast the spell at lowest level, a 2d10 damage. Yeah. So uh, I rolled 16. Okay. It takes all of that. Sweet. All right, so did my part, uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, I uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna cloud. I I can't handle getting torn up anymore, and I can't let them take the doll. So I'm just gonna panic and turn into a cloud. Okay, uh, so that is for you, uh, just basically an action. Uh, so you become cloud-like. Now you do know that in cloud form, um, you move at a flying speed of ten feet. You have resistance to non-magical damage, so you're not immune to their attacks. What right. would you like to do? Because uh, if you move away from them, you will provoke. Um. Oh no, no. <laughs> I like uh go uh. Oh. Well, there's snow surrounding me, right? 
There is, but it, you can't really pass through that unless there's an opening. But there is like a small, your back is basically up against the wall of the lodge and you do see small holes in the between the boards. All right. Um, or I could just stay behind Evelyn. Well, you'd have to move. Oh, okay. Um, Again, uh, can I just like like disappear back into the room, like through the cracks? Um, I will, uh, let's see. Uh, you're still technically moving away from them. Um, I will let them make uh, opportunity attacks on you if you do. Um, all right. Well, I guess I will, uh, I'll just stay there then. Okay. Maybe right they'll there. get confused. Yeah, maybe they'll get confused. Maybe, maybe when you became a cloud, they comedically face planted into the snow, or <laughs> <laughs> they just all pull back at the same yeah. time. Yeah, I'm just gonna hope. I'm just gonna hope for the best, and okay. hope that they don't know that I'm a cloud, and Great. maybe they're dumb. I don't know. <laughs> Not so dumb. They'd be like, "We did it. We killed her." Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Emil, reduced to ashes. Uh, uh, Emil, there are two werewolves in the lodge with you, uh, both quite hurt now. I'm only concerned about my wife and Paulton, frankly, because I yes. owe him a debt and I love her. Right. Do I notice Paulton has left? Paulton hasn't done anything yet. Okay, then I'm going to continue to fight by her side okay. and try and take these out. All right, go ahead. Uh, first one's a 17, and that is eight points of damage. Okay. All right, and then I will uh, go two-handed on the creature again and just an attempt to kill one of them. Sounds good. Uh, 16, Hit. and that's going to be nice. 14 points of damage. Right. You kill your second werewolf. Yeah. Good job. Thank you, I guess. <laughs> Good at killing my own guy. Okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> yeah, very good. And then uh, the werewolves, um, the werewolf that was threatening you before, Paulton just sort of backs away. Cool. Uh, and uh, the two that are attacking the dwarf uh, uh, just start tearing into Zog, but Zog is still conscious at the end of their uh, fest. And then, uh, but uh, he is he is bitten at least twice, so you don't know what that means for his uh, future as a werewolf. Um, next up, to is, back after all. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next up is. Yeah. All right, so there's still one more on Zog. Yeah, uh, that's correct. Okay. Uh, I think that's the one I stabbed yeah. earlier. Yeah. So then, yeah, so then it's just uh, pulling the sword out. It's doing like a backspin slash into some important organs. Yeah. Uh, for 23. Uh, 23 is a hit. I would hope so. Oops. And oops, better numbers. Well, be better. Okay, uh, for ten. Okay, he's dead. Good. Ha! Murder him. Okay, so all the werewolves in the lodge are presently dead. Uh, Evelyn left the lodge, so right now the only people in the lodge are Diaf, Zog, Neil, Zulika, and uh, Paulton. I still know that Strix is outside. Yeah. Yeah, you you suspect as much, although she's fallen silent. Oh, so there's no uh, windows or anything on that side? There are no windows in the building whatsoever. Oh, that sucks. Uh, All right, so I'll then, come action to dash and get up to the front door to make my way to Strix as fast as possible. Okay. Uh, Paulton, you're in the doorway. Do you want to let the F pass? No, you don't. 
Uh, so, um, Diath, you find yourself blocked. Like, Halton is actually blocking you from moving through the space of the door. Move? Nah, fam. He doesn't. Halton, move? Still nah, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to, like, force myself around him. Okay. Halton, would you like to take an opportunity attack? Why, yes, you would. <laughs> all right so you gave uh, away you loaned your sword out but you're not weaponless mm-hmm. um and also would you like a uh, murder bot to take an opportunity to attack what murder he's not commanding murder bot murder yes, bot wouldn't know he's, he's his friend yeah but murder bot we're his friends too and we didn't know first first things first paulton yes make your, your uh opportunity attack Okay. It's a D20, right? Yep. Oh, uh, do I add anything to that? <laughs> uh, just your uh, attack bonus, whatever it is for your weapon. Um, oh, okay. Oh, what am I using? I uh, guess my... so you're, you have another weapon, I believe. Um, you have a rapier. Right, right. So you would be using that. Okay. And it's a D8 plus three. Uh, sorry, it's a... You're plus five to hit, so add five to your roll. Okay, so that would be a 15 plus five. 20. Okay. I can't, he dodged! Okay, so you're going to take half damage, DF. Okay. Uh, so That's... your damage with this weapon is only a D8 plus three. Okay. You need an uncanny dodge emote. Okay, so that's an eight plus a three. So you take you end up taking five points of damage, DF, as Paulton skewers you with his rapier. Also, um, I'd like to mention, this is the first time I've actually hit someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we could have this moment. <laughs> okay. What the hell, Paulton? Can't uh, let you do that, Star Fox. Um, yes. Uh, Murderbot is somewhat confused by this, but basically, since he's Paulton's friend at the moment, um, uh, is... Uh, I thought he was all of our friend. <laughs> he is. He's very, very confused at the moment. Yeah. So he kind of looks he looks at you, Paulton. Yeah. And uh Paulton, you have a, a sudden desire to tell Murderbot to not uh let Diaf leave the lodge. I tell him <sighs> fuck him up, fam. <laughs> All right. Uh Diaf, uh Murderbot attempts opens its mouth. And a dart flies out at you. <laughs> right. Uh, what is your armor class? Uh, it's like 32. Okay. Uh, it's 16. Okay. Uh, you are hit um, in, in, the, in the buttocks with a murder bot dart. Does it pierce by werewolf skin? It does not. Ha! Murder butt doesn't get it. Yeah. It bounces. I hurt anyway. It bounces off your werewolf hide, but yes, Murderbot did try to shoot you at Paul. I act hurt. All right. Now I've got crowns to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is Murderbot alive? There's That's no the question sense that we all ask ourselves. You're not sure. <laughs> Are any of us? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so that was all on uh, your turn, DF, as you were thwarted. 
Uh, but DF, you do catch a glimpse of a weird-looking werewolf with the sort of shadows clinging to it. Mm -hmm. Shadows, I'd say, look kind of familiar. Mm. Or vaguely like other moving shadows I've seen before. Yeah, vaguely. Upon, say, I don't know, good friend and ally in front of me who just stabbed me. Oh, I almost forgot. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, DF, whilst you are attempting to get past Paulton, his shadow attacks oh, come you. come on! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's not my fault. I just want to put that out there. Everything is terrible. Everything is terrible. Everything is fine. Well, nothing good ever happens after the DM says, thank you for reminding me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, So the shadow reaches out for you, DF, and by some miracle, you catch a glimpse of it and avoid it uh, as it almost attempts to throttle you with its shadowy hands. Choked to death by the shadow of your friend. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a bad way to go. That is kind of awesome. It is awesome. Werewolves outside. Um, One of them will turn reflexively on you, evil, in an attack, uh, but it it doesn't uh, get through your armor. Um, The other three uh, attempt to go after Strix. Um, Chat says that Paulton's shadow died. We killed it. That's what I thought, too. Did he have no shadow? Yeah, I seem to remember that, too. He came back, fam. Not only because it's convenient. <laughs> Let me double check something. You just saw it regrow didn't wanna, and leap out from him. Didn't want to be left from his fam. It's fine. It missed. No, it's I, fine. I, I got this. Yeah. No, his shadow is fine. Well, uh, there you go, so, chat. Uh, the... Um, where was I? Uh, uh, three werewolves on Strix. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Strix, you're going to take half damage, uh, so you take four from a bite. Cool. Uh, you're going to take two from another bite. But also she gets, because uh, I'm right next to her, She, I impose disadvantage on the attack rolls. Okay, let me re-roll those. Oh, wait, but I, I said I was attacking with two hands, so I'm technically yes. not wielding my shield, am I? Okay, all right. Sorry, Strix. <laughs> okay, and and so uh, you took four and two, and yes. uh, from the third one, you're going to take a total of another four. All right. Sorry about it. All right, still you're here. Still, still, still up. Um, I'm uh, not up there. Not up great, but I'm All right, here. and then it's Paulton's turn. Hmm. So, Paulton, you know, last you saw the puppet was in Strix's possession, so your instinct is to go after her. Uh, and you know that she's outside. I will go to the outside. Okay. You see ghostly Strix being attacked by a number of werewolves. Um, you feel, you know, you might be I, able to help. I, is, is, she, is she a cloud? She is a cloud. I'm going to punch the cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Hiya. Make an attack roll. Okay. Uh, So it's a d20 roll, and it's plus two. Sorry, plus five to the roll. Six. Oh, wait, plus five? Yeah. Oh, uh, ten. Okay. Uh, You do not succeed in punching (laughs) the cloud. Bummer. 
All right. Thank God. I was really afraid you're going to be the one to just knock Strix out. And then her half gas form, she just like reforms and her head is stuck in the wall. She <laughs> 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 um, mods in there. Yeah. Evelyn, Evelyn, what would you like to do? Uh, I am too conflicted about Paulton, so I focus on the other werewolves. He just sort of kind of threw himself into the fray and just started like flailing. Oh, I I just am like too confused by that. So my brain's like, deal with that later. <laughs> <laughs> go for the werewolves. Okay. But I go back to one-handed. Okay. And I attack, which is a 20. Yep. And where's my D8? Hello? Oh, there it is. Uh, ooh, 11. And I take okay. another swing. Yep. Is that werewolf still kicking? Uh, it is still kicking. Uh, I get a 23 and hit it for six. That werewolf is no longer kicking. Yay! Stop kicking and lay down. Okay. Oh, uh, Chris, real quick, as the chat so uh, kindly pointed out, I can't add it was actually an 11, not a 10. Does that make a difference? No. Okay. (laughs) Same teammate. Same team. Just saying. <laughs> That's a lot of people yelling at me and my math is not good. So, I mean. They are very persistent, aren't they? They are. But yep. they've gotten me to remember that I have two attacks every turn this week. So, it's good. All right. Um, Strix, you see Paulton's shadow form. Oh, come on. And reach out toward you in your gaseous state. But That's she's got cool. the aura of protection. Or Which, yes, is still style. very cool. So it's got to roll twice. And because of Evelyn, blocks the shadow from getting its dark negative energy mitts on no, you. No, not that again. The light right. blocked the shadow. That's, That's right. perfect. Perfect light drives exactly. out. Oh, don't, don't encourage her with this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, uh, Strix, a dart flies through your form. <laughs> uh, it does two points of damage, which is with disadvantage? one point of damage. Okay. So you take <clears throat> one. All right. From Still there. A, from a murder bot dart. <laughs> My cloud will just stick up a finger. <laughs> Takes out like a few particles of your cloud. All right. And then uh, we get to the top of the initiative order. Strix, what would you like to do? Oh, thank God. Okay, Um, can I see inside at all through little cracks of the... uh, Just a little bit, yeah. All right, enough to misty step inside? Yeah. All right, I'm going to miss... At this point in time, you can just disengage Okay. In, in gaseous form, not provoking an opportunity, and just move inside. Okay, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to get as close to the owl bear as humanly possible. All right. So <laughs> Strix comes into the lodge. Uh, let's see. Is there anybody still in the lodge? That would just be... I was at the doorway. Uh, so, Emil, you see uh, this ghostly tiefling come in and begin to sort of hover around the owl bear. That's uh, a bad idea. Okay. Kind of clutching a ghostly doll. Right. And then... I know uh, what that doll is, right? I know that that's what they're here for. Yeah. Gotcha. You suspect. You strongly suspect. Because yeah. it looks like a little vampire doll. Gotcha. Um, 
So uh, DF, you're in the doorway. You would also see Strix. Okay, that's good. I'm glad she's... Yeah. And she okay. looks obviously quite panicked. Evelyn and Paulton, you are outside. Uh, three silver arrows streak across the snow, strike and kill an unwounded werewolf. Oh. Uh, sneak attack. I don't want that because I'm a werewolf. Yeah. And Evelyn um, and Paulton, as you sort of turn and look to see where those silver streaks came from, you see uh, kind of uh, on top of a bank of snow, about 60 feet away from you, is a dark figure in a kind of tattered green cloak. And this figure has black skin and long white hair and looks elven. Holly's face. <laughs> <laughs> and you see two scimitars hanging at his side. Oh. Oh. And that's where we'll stop. Oh, man. No. Oh, I'm fangirling behind the owl. Wow. <laughs> you better wake that damn owl up quick. So, uh, question for you, Aram. Do you think you'll be able to join us next week? Absolutely. Splendid. More than happy to. Uh, I didn't so, die. Hey. No, hey. you did not die. All right. So uh, we will we will be back next week. Um, I'm headed to PAX South uh, this weekend for, uh, and that's in San Antonio. Um, awesome. And I hope to see some of you there. Does anybody else have anything to say before Anna runs off to her game and other game, one of our many oh, other games. I'll be at the uh, the Ether Revolt Grand Prix in San Jose this weekend. Just playing. If you want to see me say hi, you can do that. Jared's been brushing up on his magic game. Yeah. Awesome. Made some new uh, standard decks. My yeah. own my own crafted ones I'm proud of. Ooh. I am on a, a new show that I really enjoy called The Dungeon Brats. And it is a uh, progressive game where we're all trapped inside an endless magical uh, dungeon and the audience provides all the ideas for rooms and monsters and encounters in order to keep us trapped inside this endless magical uh, uh, dungeon because we're the bad guys and we've been imprisoned there and if they don't keep these ideas fed then we'll get out. It's a great show. Cool. It's all cool. bits and you know actors. And, what channel is it on? Uh, that it's a uh, podcast. So oh yeah, all the shows I do are pre-recorded, highly edited. This is cool. a little outside of my normal. <laughs> I have a separate announcement from my next show, which is that this coming Saturday and the Saturday after that, I'm doing a two-part mini adventure uh, with Curtis Weeby, the creator of Rat Queens, where he's actually letting us play the Rat Queens themselves in a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure. Sweet. So I'm That's super cool. stoked, and I get to play Violet and be the tank as usual, and I'm really hoping he lets me have a beard. <laughs> oh, that's spectacular. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.